Now, as we turn our attention to our reading in the New Testament, we're looking into the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 8, verses 1 through 13. Life is controlled by conscience, we'll see as we read the Bible today. Conscience is the judge within that commends us for doing right and condemns us for doing wrong. If we sin against our conscience, we do terrible damage to the inner person. Conscience is strengthened by knowledge. Your spiritual knowledge can be either a weapon to hurt people or a tool to build people. You see, love knows when and how to yield to others without compromising the truth. William Cowper wrote, Knowledge is proud that he has learned so much. Wisdom is humble that he knows no more. And with that, we begin today's reading from the New Testament. August 13th, 1 Corinthians chapter 8, verses 1 through 13. Now let's talk about food that has been sacrificed to idols. You, Corinthians, think that everyone should agree with your perfect knowledge. While knowledge may make us feel important, it is love that really builds up the church. Anyone who claims to know all the answers doesn't really know very much. But the person who loves God is the one God knows and cares for. So, now what about it? Should we eat meat that has been sacrificed to idols? Well, we all know that an idol is not really a god, and that there is only one god and no other. According to some people, there are many so-called gods and many lords, both in heaven and on earth. But we know that there is only one God, the Father, who created everything, and we exist for Him. And there is only one Lord, Jesus Christ, through whom God made everything and through whom we have been given life. However, not all Christians realize this. Some are accustomed to thinking of idols as being real. So when they eat food that has been offered to idols, they think of it as the worship of real gods, and their weak consciences are violated. It's true that we can't win God's approval by what we eat. We don't miss out on anything if we don't eat it, and we don't gain anything if we do. But you must be careful with this freedom of yours. Do not cause a brother or sister with a weaker conscience to stumble. You see, this is what can happen. Weak Christians who think it is wrong to eat this food will see you eating in the temple of an idol. You know there's nothing wrong with it, but they will be encouraged to violate their conscience by eating food that has been dedicated to the idol. So because of your superior knowledge, a weak Christian for whom Christ died will be destroyed, and you are sinning against Christ when you sin against other Christians by encouraging them to do something they believe is wrong. If what I eat is going to make another Christian sin, I will never eat meat again as long as I live, for I don't want to make another Christian stumble. I have seen some incredible things in my years as a pastor. I've seen people who have never been to church in their entire life be baptized and be totally in for serving Jesus with everything they have. I've known guys who used to sell drugs on the streets, <clears throat> now reading Bible stories to their own children. I've seen people who thought the church would burn down when they walked in, now worship Jesus in song and listening to God's word week after week after week. And I've seen smaller but no less miraculous things. I've seen couples reconcile after an affair. 
I've seen people serve their families faithfully and give an offering, trusting God month after month and year after year. And do you know how all that happened? It didn't happen because our church had the greatest program or because our staff members had the greatest personality. We're flawed people. It happened by the Holy Spirit. In fact, the, the night I was installed as the pastor of our church, another pastor preached the message and he read this verse from Zechariah chapter 4. Now, you might not be very familiar with Zechariah. <laughs> not many people are. But here's what he told me as I started my ministry at our church. Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord Almighty. How are people's lives changed? How do they trust God instead of worrying? How do we love people instead of hold grudges? It's not by might and it's not by power. It's by the work of the Holy Spirit. Is there someone in your life that you would love to see their life changed? Is it one of your children who's wandered away from God? Is it a parent, a best friend, a classmate? Then it's not by your personality. It's not by your power. It's not the perfect words that you find. It's by the work of the Holy Spirit. So talk to him. Ask the Holy Spirit for help. Ask him to create faith in that person's heart just like he created in yours. That's why we love the Holy Spirit because that's exactly what the Holy Spirit does. There's nothing worth more that could ever come close. No thing can compare. You're our living hope. Your presence, Lord. I've tasted and seen. The sweetest of loves Where my heart becomes free And my shame is undone Your presence,
Today we'll be reading in Psalm chapter 33, verses 1 through 11. We'll learn about God's Word in worship. We dare not separate worship from the Word of God, for we must worship in truth. The better we know the Scriptures, the better we'll be able to praise Him. We'll learn about God's Word in creation. God spoke the universe into existence, and His Word controls it. What a powerful word it is. Psalm 33, verses 1 through 11. Let the godly sing with joy to the Lord, for it's fitting to praise Him. Praise the Lord with melodies on the lyre. Make music for Him on the ten-stringed harp. Sing new songs of praise to Him. Play skillfully on the harp and sing with joy. For the word of the Lord holds true, and everything He does is worthy of our trust. He loves whatever is just and good, and His unfailing love fills the earth. The Lord merely spoke, and the heavens were created. He breathed the word, and all the stars were born. He gave the sea its boundaries, and locked the oceans in vast reservoirs. Let everyone in the world fear the Lord, and let everyone stand in awe of Him. For when He spoke, the world began. It appeared at His command. The Lord shatters the plans of the nations, and thwarts all their schemes. But the Lord's plans stand firm forever. His intentions can never be shaken. Proverbs 21, verses 8-10 through 10. The guilty walk a crooked path. The innocent travel a straight road. It is better to live alone in the corner of an attic than with a contentious wife in a lovely home. Evil people love to harm others. Their neighbors get no mercy from them.